Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Shane. And joining me this week is Tanya Cole Lesnick. Now, Tanya has been a psychotherapist and coach since 1995. She received her master's degree in social work from NYU after group therapy changed her life. She has extensive experience in outpatient hospital mental health, private practice, and wellness center settings. From those experiences over the years, she's identified her most important focus, helping people to live the lives that light them up. And she does this by helping clients to access and honor their truth, to change habits that don't serve them, and to heal faulty narratives so that they're living in alignment inside and out. So welcome to Zenbites, Tanya. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to see how our conversation unfolds. We're excited to have you as well. So tell us about your journey to becoming a psychotherapist and coach. So when I was in my mid-20s, which is more than 30 years ago now, I was struggling to have a long-term love relationship. And I was actually a graphic designer at the time and didn't understand what was getting in the way for me and considered therapy kind of, but at that time there was a lot of stigma and uh, I also questioned whether or not what I needed some support with was a legitimate reason to go into therapy. So I didn't do it right away. But with some time, I made a decision to explore it, got a few names, started to work with a therapist, felt pretty immediately safe and seen. And that was a very healing experience just by itself. And then this therapist suggested I add group therapy to the mix. And she led both the individual and the group. The thought of it terrified me. And I didn't feel like I could be that vulnerable with a room full of strangers. But I was building some trust with this therapist. So I wanted to go with it since Mm -hmm. she thought it would really be helpful. And I was kind of intrigued. So I went into this group therapy experience And that ended up changing my life so significantly that not only did I meet my husband pretty soon after that, and we just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Two grown kids. Thank you. So that reason of wanting a long-term love relationship got resolved. Um, But what I didn't anticipate was the impact of starting to connect to myself and heal my relationship with myself. I went into that experience feeling very flawed and learning that 
I wasn't flawed. I was just human being able to connect with other people on their own personal growth journeys and seeing these people that I thought was a mate. I thought they were amazing and I admired them and they were struggling with some similar insecurities that I was experiencing. So it helped me let go of that. And because that experience was so healing and so profound, I decided to go back to school and get my master's in social work and became a licensed clinical social worker. And I've been doing this work for over 27 years now and really dedicating my life to helping people have their own version of that kind of a transformation. Wow. From graphic design, to <laughs> that's a leap. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Wow. So um, what is the power of group and why are so many people afraid of it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I think the power of it is also why so many people are afraid of it. Um, There's something about, there's so many different layers here to that get touched on in group that don't actually get touched on an individual. So one I think just being vulnerable and Brene Brown says what being vulnerable is like the glue that holds us together. She uses different words for that. But that idea of being vulnerable is something that helps us connect to each other. And so in group, as you have a vulnerable experience, the thought of it's scary. That's why people are afraid of it. I think people feel like I am not going to share my inner world with these strangers but not necessarily realizing that these strangers do not stay strangers for long, especially as there is this environment where people are sharing more of their inner worlds than what is typical in our day-to-day lives. So, um, and then there are all kinds of things like hearing yourself say something out loud gives you some clarity responding to what somebody else is saying can help you touch on things that are maybe unconscious that you wouldn't necessarily bring to an individual session. But as you're responding and having an emotional something's coming up, it helps you touch on stuff that is in there that would be helpful to give some attention to. Um, And there's a an accountability piece that having, I mean, yes, you can have some accountability in individual therapy, but there is something about everybody in group celebrating when you've been able to make some progress towards something. It feels very supportive. Um, And there is something about being able to see other people on their personal growth journeys, which is not what happens in individual therapy. I know in the work that I do, I do share some of that with my clients when I feel like it's going to be a helpful teaching tool, but I'm not in that space in the way that other people are when they're in group together. So, yeah. Yeah. I can see that in terms of the synergy among the individuals and just even when you see sports fans come together, there's a feeling you know, that, that you get. This is why people go to concerts, I guess, you know, as opposed yeah, to yeah, watching yeah. it on the TV, you know? Yeah. I love that. I haven't really thought about it in that way, but you're right. There is something about coming together. That's so yeah. synergistic, the power of it, the energy of it. Absolutely. Yeah. You kind of feed off of each other, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So with that, what advice would you give to an introvert to persuade them to experience the power of group? <laughs> I'm just laughing because I am totally an introvert. I'm reminded of that. I just got back from this amazing women's retreat in Italy a couple of weeks that I went a couple of weeks ago with this woman, Jennifer Paslop, who runs these on being human retreats. So I had to put my money where my mouth is, right? So I'm talking (laughs) about taking some risks, being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And here I was in this group situation again. I mean, I do this periodically through my life Mm -hmm. and knowing that if I'm going to get what I want to get, the growth that I want to get out of this experience, I better show up and I better share some things that are difficult for me to share. And in some ways that sucks, right? Like that's the last, as an introvert, (laughs) I think I was reminded, oh my, this is a lot of people and a lot of togetherness. And that introvert part of myself was really craving to kind of go and, and spend some time alone to recharge. Um, So I think there's definitely a leap of faith piece of it to trust that you're going to get something from it. Um, I think if being an introvert is something that leads somebody to staying smaller than they want to stay, for example, if they are struggling with feeling safe enough to come out of some of those situations where they're choosing to be alone and do maybe some more things that they want for themselves. Um, I think it's worth exploring, even though I know it brings up some anxiety, but to know that you can get support along the way and to maybe celebrate the fact that here I am, I'm an introvert, this really sucks. I'm really struggling here. And I get it. You have to have a certain level of comfort to be able to even say that. Um, But that would be a great goal to be able to put that out there and to work on that reality. And what I find happens most of all when people share some of that hard stuff, and it happened for me when I was on this recent retreat, is that people what you share that's the vulnerable stuff, it resonates with other people. They will connect to pieces of it and they will share back with you. Oh, that resonated for me. Oh yeah, that really spoke to something that I'm working on. And then all of a sudden you're not feeling so alone. You're not feeling like you're kind of hanging out there in the breeze all by yourself. And you realize, oh, we're connecting about something. And I think there's something that feels so... um, warm and nourishing about connecting in that way nice yeah so what does it mean to live in alignment with your truth that i think is so important and so tricky (laughs) (laughs) so i think to live in alignment with your truth is to do things like honor your energy levels, learn what kind of lights you up, be able to tap into things that have meaning to you. We all grew up in the families that we grew up in, in the cultures that we grew up in and got conditioned from that. So as we grew up, there are ways of being 
that are not necessarily ways that we've chosen to be, but we learned early on what's safe, what's not safe, what are some of the narratives that I need to um, adhere to because that's the way to get love or whatever it might be. And so I think think the job then for all of us as we start to learn more about who we are is start to realize where is the unlearning needed in my life so that I can honor myself better mm-hmm. so I'll give you an example from my own life um, I am realizing how I get into like a workaholic mode where I'm working, 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 and then feeling like if I could just work harder, then I'm going to get to this level that I envision. And then it's going to be smooth sailing from there. And I know that that's an issue that I've talked to clients about and talk about the myth in that and realize I'm still, if I'm not paying attention, following along with that idea. So for me to be in alignment, I have to catch it while it's happening and sort of make a different kind of decision so that I don't unconsciously just continue on in that direction. So for all of us to do that kind of work where we're recognizing, oh, I grew up thinking I had to help everybody else before I could take a rest that kind of thing. And then understanding, oh, wait, that is not in alignment with what I need, how to take care of myself. And so to start to reframe some of those things, and um, honor whatever it is that speaks to each of us that we each need to sort of feel really grounded and joyful and have meaning in our lives, that kind of thing. Right, right. Nice. So what happens when you don't iron yourself? <laughs> Good question. When you don't honor yourself, things come up. So if you're not speaking up for yourself, you may have resentment towards another person because you feel like that other person is taking advantage of you. But in some way, I mean, it could be that you're saying yes to something you don't want to do, like, you know, making an extra dinner for somebody or something. But um, I think to notice when you're saying yes, when you don't want to say yes, is sort of a first place to go and then start practicing saying no. If you don't honor yourself, you can get depleted. You can get go down a path where you're doing all the things you think you're supposed to do. And I'll put that in air quotes, supposed to do, but you're not having the meaning that you want in your life. You're not having the enjoyment that you want in your life. So it can be really depleting. You can be resentful. And when we're depleted and resentful, then we can lose our temper more often. So there can be this kind of um, slippery slope of things that impact something else. I think substance use can be connected to that as well because then people feel depleted they want to take the edge off and then use that so it's like one thing leads to another thing leads to another thing and before you know it there's just these negative patterns that are feeding off of each other and so i think to get really clear about where to begin you know because that can be daunting and overwhelming to start to think oh i got a lot of those things where do i begin and to start 
picking a place that rises to the top in terms of, oh, that feels like I'm so depleted. I need to start to pay attention to my energy and start there. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so what are some resources that someone is seeking to learn more about, say, um, the power of group <laughs> could check out? Yeah, there's, there's a few things. If, if somebody's interested in working with me in particular, I offer a free discovery session to discuss group on my website. And my website is is my name, but you can just look up group with Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A will bring you there. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a documentary of the story I shared with you that led to me becoming a therapist that I have nice. on my website. So you can watch that story and hear as I tell the story, but with some, it was very beautifully done with a, a nice team that, that kind of helped me create that. So nice. I feel very proud of that. But I do have a free discovery session. So if somebody wants to talk about group and how it would help them in particular, I'd be happy to explore that with them. I do know that there are a few group options beyond, you know, finding, searching, I think that, um, oh, what's it called? Psychology Today actually will list mm -hmm. groups on their website. They list therapists all over the country, but they um, list groups as well. So you could search for a group and see whether or not you can find something. And then there is a, a few online group options that are fairly affordable, like one is called Pace Groups. And there's another one, I think it's called Groupport, maybe there's another one. So there's a couple that are starting to pop up. Um, I don't know how good they are. I think that you have to really explore and see trust sort of what feels like it's resonating right. with you and, and give yourself the option to try something, say no to it, say yes to it and mm -hmm. see how you feel as you move forward. All right. And on that same note, what are some books that they could, um, that you recommend? Um, I have not read this book all the way through, but I've heard that it's a good book called Group. And it's about a woman's experience as she went to group and it changed her life. So I think mm -hmm. that might be something if somebody in particular wants to learn about the ins and outs of the group experience. Mm -hmm. um, but books that I have found inspiring um, that are not necessarily related to group, but they're about doing that human work. I love the book, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And that really is about dealing with our conditioning and how to come out of that. And it's a pretty helpful, powerful book. I mentioned the retreat that I had gone on. That woman wrote a book called On Being Human by Jennifer mm -hmm. Pasteloff, which I think is another and she actually does a lot of group retreats so there is some of that power talked about in that group it, that's I'm a great sorry, title yeah i love that title <laughs> in fact when i heard the title that's how i even got connected to her just by the title of that book i'm like yeah. wait a minute I want to that. <laughs> so that kind of led me down a path actually and and so i've been connecting with her and working with her here and there 
but connecting with my own love of group and and mm-hmm. being able to be in that kind of environment that I find so nourishing and healing and powerful. As an introvert, you bought yes. that. <laughs> yes, as an introvert. So I'm like in and out. <laughs> I go in, I have an issue with like how overwhelming it can be. I go in a little further, but there's also, you know, there's, the connection is amazing and um, life affirming. And I think it's, there is something about it, even though I have to sort of dance with my own discomfort around that. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Trust me. I I can relate. (laughs) So where can the listeners connect with you online? So I mentioned my website. So that's a great place. Group with Tanya, T-A-N-Y-A. I also do um, some videos on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, They both have the same handle. So it's Tanya, the therapist, all one word, Mm -hmm. T-A-N-Y-A, the therapist, all one word. And um, I realized I don't really do any videos about groups. So I think I need to figure out how to incorporate more of that. But they're more about sort of supporting the mental health process. What are you personal growth? What are you working on? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I do um, a live that I call Tuesdays with Tanya every Tuesday. So if anybody's interested and I, I have a topic each time I do that and I'll post the topic the day before um, on my Instagram story. So you can see what the topic is on my Instagram story. So I've done the, uh, the topic I did this past Tuesday was the full body. Yes. And helping people sort of learn how to recognize what that is. What do you do when you don't experience a full body? Yes. What does that mean? Um, And I've done other topics and will continue to do other topics. I think what my focus has really been besides group is helping people clear energetic clutter. So all the stuff that gets in the way of what we really want to be focusing on and being able to figure out how to identify that and how to start learning how to reframe, how to heal certain parts, how to clear certain parts, that kind of thing. So are your, the Tuesdays with Tanya, are they recorded as well or? Yeah, I'll put the recording all on um, as a video after I've done it. They're short. They're only like 10 minutes long, but I just do a quick, hello, I'm here. I've been doing them typically at noon Eastern time, but I think I'm moving it to one o'clock. I have to make Eastern time. I have to make my final decision about that. But um, yeah, but they're on Tuesdays um, and I'll post them afterwards. So if anybody's interested, they can watch them after. Nice. Very nice. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today, Tanya. Um, I'm sure the, yeah, the listeners have gotten a lot of, of information. I know I have. (laughs) This has been great. I really enjoyed talking with you. And I, and I always like when sort of we can relate also on some of the things. So it's nice to hear that you, you get some of the stuff that I was sharing in terms of being an introvert and sort of (laughs) some of the stuff that comes up from that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And again, thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you all for joining me this week. I look forward to next week. And until then, stay clear, focused, and on purpose.
Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. 